Radio MD. RadioMD.com. You've got questions. Melanie's got answers. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Multiple sclerosis, or MS, is an unpredictable chronic disease which the immune system attacks the central nervous system. And you've heard about MS with some stars, and you hear about it in the media. My guest today is Brian Moore-Ward. He's a multiple sclerosis survivor, here to tell us about his journey today. So, Brian, welcome to the show. How did you first find out? What were some Uh, of the symptoms you experienced? Because that's what people really want to know, is what what did it feel like? Right. Uh, I just want to thank you so much for having me. I, nine years ago was when I was initially diagnosed. So what happened was, and I had symptoms for years that I kind of didn't pay attention to, but my initial symptoms were numbness in my legs. Um, I could be pinched and I wouldn't feel it. Um, but the straw that kind of broke the camel's back was my arm, my right arm had fallen asleep for weeks. Um, and the best way I can explain it is, you know, when you hit your funny bone, Imagine whacking your funny bone incredibly hard and that sensation's going up and down your right side of your body. Exactly. So I lost feeling in my right arm. And I was actually only six months before I was turning 30, so I actually thought I was having a heart attack. (laughs) So I went to my primary care doctor. Um, They thought I had carpal tunnel, so they gave me anti-inflammatory medication. And it kind of, the symptoms went away. And then after some more symptoms, I had taken a bad fall. And after going back to the doctor, someone had recommended maybe I get tested for multiple sclerosis because my symptoms of the numbness and everything were kind of consistent. And then my neurologist confirmed after having an MRI that it was indeed multiple sclerosis. But it doesn't always seem to be easy to diagnose for some reason, Brian. Absolutely, because some of the symptoms are very similar to like Lyme disease or any some other autoimmune disease as well. So um, it takes sometimes it can take a while before you get that initial diagnosis because um, symptoms can be very similar. To, you know, there's fatigue, there's numbness and tingling, and that can be for a lot of different diseases. Um, and there's also I have optic neuritis where I lose sight in my right eye at, for a period of time. Um, so once that happens, we kind of knew, and once we had the MRI and a neurologist who specializes in multiple sclerosis could read the MRI, he knew immediately what it was. Okay, so typically people hear about multiple sclerosis MS and they hear about it with women. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up because it's primarily more common in females than it is in males. Um, though there are males that do get it, but it's, the percentage is largely more of females than males. And it can happen between, usually you're usually diagnosed between the ages of 20 and 50. Yeah, so that is usually the time that people start to worry about this. And not a lot of older people, but certainly as you get older, it's definitely something that can happen. What was the first thing you did when you got your diagnosis? Um, definitely freaked out for a little while. Um, it was incredibly overwhelming because I didn't know too much about the disease. But then I found my um, you know, re- resources um, from like my local MS chapter and started joining some support groups. And then after a while, I kind of changed my attitude about it and um, was like, you know what? No, what was me? Um, it is what it is, and I have to make the best of it. And I kind of got healthy. I started working out with a trainer, started eating better, and I had to have a positive attitude about it. Otherwise, it would have just gnawed at my brain um, because it always could be worse. Um, And sometimes you just have to, as painful as it can be, and some days are worse than others, you just have to get through it and find out what the best treatment is for you and um, talk to your doctor and make sure you're, you know, being healthy with your exercise and your diet and um, but it does take a while to get there. <clears throat> you know, I've been <clears throat> diagnosed for almost 10 years, but it did take um, probably about the first two years to really get into that more positive mode about it. 
Well, so that's important. Now then what? Did you start on medication once you were in your support groups and kind of wrapping your mind around the fact that this was now something that you probably would have for the rest of your life? What what medications did they put you on? And did you feel side effects from those? There's numerous different um, treatments or disease-modifying medications for multiple sclerosis, and everyone's different. So no one is, you know, just because I have MS and someone else has MS, it doesn't mean the same medication I'm taking would work for them. But I did do injections for the first five years, um, and then I switched over to an oral medication, um, and I've been on that for three years. And I'm a, I have relapsing remitting, <clears throat> so I'm in the first stage of multiple sclerosis. And as you know, there's no cure, and the medications are just to slow down the progression of multiple sclerosis. They are. That's right. They slow down the progression. Do they help with some of those symptoms, maybe um, any of, of the numbness that you were describing or the optic issues? Oh, absolutely. I did also have to have, um, with the optic issues, I did have to, you know, with my neurologist, I did have to do some solumedrol infusions, which is high-dose steroids infusions, to get the sight back in my eye. But I would recommend anyone to speak to a healthcare provider about what would be the best options for them, because every treatment is different for everyone. Um, but after, since I have relapsed and re- remitting, any symptoms I've had previously can come back at any time. But luckily, um, I've been pretty okay. Humidity causes issues for me, um, where my eye can go in and out. Um, some days my legs can hurt or lose some feeling in them. But um, it's nothing that I'm not accustomed to after 10 years. So um, I can kind of tell what's you know MS and what's something else. So speak about your family and friends. How did they react to the news, and how do they react to you now? Do they look at you with pity? Do they, oh, can I help you with that? I mean, how do they react to you? Well, I think initially, you know, everyone, especially my mother, um, moms are moms, and she still freaks out every time something happens. She makes sure you're taking care of yourself, which is great. I have an incredibly supportive family and friends, and at the beginning, they were scared. A lot of them didn't know too much about it. Um, so we all did some research on it and got some more information about it. Um, now, um, they're still, they know, I'm, a, I'm pretty positive. I changed, um, like if you look at me, you probably, I'm pretty fit for my age. Um, you know, I'm not overweight. I go to the gym. Um, so on the outside, you'd be like, oh, he looks great. But on the inside, it's a different story. So um, that's a big thing too. But I think now after being, you know, 10 years into the disease, um, there's a little less stress. I think my mother's the one that just stresses out about everything, as moms do. Um, but yes, now, at, yeah, at the beginning, you know, it was very, you know, stressful. And that's why this initiative by um, Biogen and MS World about the hashtag My Support Hero is super important because these caregivers, um, I wouldn't have been able to make it through, especially the first years and even now without my family and friends. Tell us about My Support Hero, where people can find out more information. So that's at AboveMS.com, and you'll, when you go to AboveMS.com, there's, that is actually an educational um, resource site for the MS community, and you can find out about the hashtag MySupportHero, where you can send like a virtual flower to your caregiver, and you can also use that hashtag in social media to thank those people that usually are in the background, because it can affect those people just as much as it affects the person who has the disease. Um, I know, you know, my mother is in constant worry about stuff and my other family and friends, you know, and they're the ones that are always supporting me. And even though they're not suffering from the disease, they stress, you know, stress levels for them and emotional levels for them um, are really high at times. And sometimes they don't always get the credit they deserve. And that's why this initiative 
since it's MS Awareness Month in March, that this is a great initiative to thank those people with that hashtag, My Support Hero. My Support Hero, AboveMS.com. What a wonderful organization and what a wonderful way to reach out and recognize family, friends, and healthcare teams and patient advocacy organizations who offer support to the MS community. And they offer ways that people can participate. Brian, you have about 20 seconds here. Your best advice for people that have been recently diagnosed with MS. Speak to your healthcare provider. Reach out to your local MS chapter also for great resources and go to AboveMS.com for, you know, that's a great MS um, resource for the community. And try your best to be positive. It'll get better, I promise. There's tons of people that want to help you. That's wonderful advice and and so hopeful. I really applaud your attitude and and your message. And we're just here to support you too, Brian. Just excellent. And thank you so much for being with us today. You can go to AboveMS.com and the hashtag MySupportHero will recognize those families and friends. And so go and support somebody you love with MS. This is Melanie Cole. If you missed any of the great information right here, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com, iHeartRadio iTunes or the free TuneIn Radio app. Thanks so much for listening and stay well.